Welcome to the Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four and passionate about education and helping our children learn best. Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. Today we are doing a replay of a podcast that I did last year in anticipation of November and NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. If you haven't heard of it before, it's a great resource for all ages from preschoolers all the way through adults. And I just wanted to share the episode again because there is lots of great information. I put some links in the show notes and I hope that you will listen and get some great ideas to help your kids with writing next month. Enjoy. I can't believe October is already almost over. Next week, November is staring us right in the eye. And it is crazy how fast the fall has flown by. And I wanted to share a resource today that is a huge benefit to a lot of people. And it's absolutely free, which is even better for a lot of us homeschoolers that are trying to save some money and be frugal. And that is NaNoWriMo. What is that? NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month. It is the month of November. It is an absolutely fabulous program. The basic premise is that you're going to write every day for one month and you're going to write a novel. It doesn't have to be a good novel. It doesn't have to be anything specific. It is just that you're writing a novel in one month. You're getting all of your ideas down on paper. It's not about editing. It's not about making it perfect. It's just about getting your idea down on paper. And this is a really great program. I did it a couple years ago. I've done it two different times. The first time I certainly did not do it every single day of the month, but I did do it quite a few days, certainly more than I ever had before in a short period of time. And I did write something that at the time I was pretty impressed with myself. And then you take a little time and you read back and you kind of cringe and go, wow, that was not really very good at all. It was very prescribed and it was very uh, predictable, I guess you could say. At any rate, it was still a great learning experience for me. Now, the great thing about NaNoWriMo is that it has been the gateway to a lot of writers and their success, which is exactly what it, it was intended to do. I've known two young women who have gone on and had great success with their writing. I have a friend that her daughter has done NaNoWriMo many times, and she's won awards for her writing which is absolutely fabulous. And she is now a college student um, majoring in writing in English. I have another friend that you know, Moira Ward, who was interviewed on the podcast last month. She also used NaNoWriMo as the first time that she wrote one of her novels. And it was a great experience for her as well. So it is definitely a wonderful resource. And it's free. Anyone can take part in it. And you can really use the tools and you can use the motivation and the inspiration that it provides pretty much however you want. It's very flexible. There is no black and white rules of you have to do it this way. And the great thing is, is that they have a young writers program. And that's what I really want to talk about today as far as using NaNoWriMo in your homeschool and using it as a learning resource. The Young Writers Program is a PDF. It's free. It is broke down by elementary, lower elementary school, which is K through two, upper elementary, three through grades three through five, 
middle school grades K through eight and high school grades nine through 12. They have a free PDF of all of these grades that you can download for free. Obviously, I will put this in the show notes. It is absolutely free. It has lots of great resources. It is so valuable. And this, the great thing is, is you can use this however you think it will work with your child. Now, the, the free PDF is kind of a guide, and it has lots of different exercises that you can do with your student. Now, if you have a student that kind of wants more structure, then it has some great structured exercises. There's a great exercise in there for the younger elementary students. I mean, it starts off with, you know, what are some of your favorite books? List out a couple of your favorite books. Now look at those favorite books and what are some favorite things about those books? What, what were your favorite characters? What was, a, what was it about the characters that you liked? And it gets the kids thinking about the components of a story. And then it also asks them, what are some books that you did not like? They asked, asked them to list out some of the things you didn't like about the book. Was it the characters? Was it the setting? Was it the language that was used? What are some things that you just really didn't care for? So again, it gets you thinking about things that you like, things that you don't like. And then it kind of builds off there. It talks about creating your own characters, creating your own setting. It's just all kinds of different components of writing a story. And then once you've thought about some of those kinds of things, then you launch into actually writing a story. And here's another really, really important thing. This is not about editing and spelling and grammar. This is about getting your ideas down on paper. And this is one of the great things that Julie Bogart and Brave Writer talks about, is that when kids are trying to find their voice in writing, you don't want to worry about spelling and grammar and all the mechanics. That can come later. Because usually if you, if you dive in with the mechanics and the grammar and the editing, it squashes their ideas. It squashes their, their love of the ideas and just the excitement of getting their ideas down on paper. Once you start with that red pen and correcting the grammar and changing the words and finding spelling mistakes, it's very discouraging. So the great thing about NaNoWriMo is that it's not about the editing process at all. It's just getting the ideas out on paper and remembering the love of the story. So that's something that is really important. There's lots of great exercises in these free guides, but this is all very dependent on your child. If you have a child that really just wants to launch into writing some of their ideas down, then go for it. You don't have to do any of those exercises. These are all just tools and resources to use if you want to, if you want something that's a little bit more guided. It's all there for you. If you want something that's looser and more freeform, you can do that too. Now here's a few things to think about with how to implement this. If you're already doing a writing program, I would not double up. I would not do both of them. That's, that's just my idea on the matter. I would only do the NaNoWriMo and I would hold off on the writing program and pick that up later in December. If you're trying to do both of them, it can be overwhelming and they can get confused because if you're doing a writing program that is doing the editing and grammar and some of the other structured exercises, then that can really be conflicting with working with NaNoWriMo and trying to get their ideas out and trying to separate out, oh, do I need to do editing here? Do I not have to do editing? 
that kind of thing. So I would set aside your regular program if you have one and just focus on this for the month. It's something different. It kind of shakes things up a little bit. And I think it can be a great way to kind of re-motivate a, a student that might be getting dragged down a little bit with some, some writing work. Now something else to think about is if your child is kind of a goal-centered centered child or if you want to set some goals, how would you go about that? You have a variety of ways to do that. One of the things you can do is you can set a time, a time frame, a time limit each day. Every day you're going to write for 15 minutes. Every day you're going to write for 30 minutes. Whatever it might be. That's, just, that's one idea. Another idea that you can use, which is kind of where NaNoWriMo started with, was a word count. With how many words can you write in a month. In the guide, there is a suggested word count goals. Again, these are suggested and I like bold that word suggested. You don't want anybody stressing out about not having a certain number of words um, written you know, each day or each week or each or for the month. But you know, it talks about, you know, for kindergarten, if they're a beginning writer, you know, if they can write 20 words, in, in, in a setting, that's great. If they're more advanced and they can write 100 words in a setting, that's awesome too. But again, it just kind of depends on where your student is at, which only you know where they are. And if they want to have a word, a word count, you can do that. Especially for older kids, obviously word counts are easy because you can do the, if they're using a computer and a keyboard, you know, you can follow along right with the, with the word counts. And so you know exactly where you're at. With a child that's writing in a notebook or just writing on paper, obviously you'll be counting that or they will be counting the words. It can be a little bit more uh, t tedious if, if it's not something that you're really into. So again, it's just, it's just an idea. Again, depending on your child, maybe they like to see things filled up. So maybe you want to have a page as a goal. You're going to fill up a page every day. So one page for 30 days, 30 pages. Again, these are all just kind of ideas, however it works for you. An important thing to not get too caught up in, while you certainly want to make this a practice and a routine in that, okay, we're going to have this goal of writing for 30 days, you can still be flexible with that. You can say, we're going to just write for the five weekdays and that you're not going to write on the weekends. Or perhaps you want to include the weekends. It's totally up to you. Maybe you have some other things that you do during the week, some co-op classes or some other classes, and you're gone a lot. Okay, fine. So maybe you're going to say, we're only going to write on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Again, this is kind of just a great resource and an introduction for you. And if this is the first time and that's how you want to work it, then go for it. You make it your own. But again, this is a great way to jump into writing in a non-threatening way and to make it fun. And that's the other thing too. Make it fun. If you have a younger student and they like to have interesting stationery, then get some colored paper. Get some different fun kinds of journals. Get some uh, blank books. Uh, Amazon or Lakeshore Learning Rainbow Resource. They all have these 
colorful blank books that you can use. Some of them even have shaped books. I don't know if you've seen these, but they're actually just a blank book with like a cardstock cover. And they are in the shape of a heart, or they're in the shape of a mitten, or they're in the shape of a, I think there's one that's a cat, there's one that's a snowman. Whatever is going to get them excited and them interested in the process, go all out and do it. Get them colored pencils, get them colored pens. They don't have to write with just a regular pencil. Make it fun, make it interesting, and make it into a little fun time each day. One of the things that we enjoy, we don't do this every week, unfortunately, but a lot of weeks, we try to do poetry tea time or games and goodies, depending on which week it is and what our mood is. But it's a special time. We sit down, we have some goodies, we read poetry or we play a game. You can do that the same thing with NaNoWriMo. You can have the time that you're going to sit down, make it a fun time. Have some little treats, have a special drink, have, light a candle on the table when you're writing to make it a special time. And this is something you guys can do together. That's the one thing that we are going to plan on doing is that when my daughter is writing, I want to sit down and do some kind of writing with her. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to make it more of a novel writing, like a story like she will be doing, or if it will be journal writing or what it will be yet. But that's a great thing about this is that so often when we are homeschooling our kids, moms are multitasking all the time. We're trying to pay attention to what they're doing. We're checking our email. We're trying to schedule our time. We're trying to respond back to this doctor's appointment. We're always juggling our time and we're always fragmented with our attention. And this is just human nature. We shouldn't feel guilty about it. It's just the way things work sometimes. But I want to use this as a time where we can both focus on doing the same thing together. So not only are we doing an activity together, but it's also a great way for parents to kind of reconnect and remember what it's like to sit down and do some schoolwork. And I don't even really like to call it schoolwork because I want this to be something more creative and fun. But it's a time for parents to sit down and remember that this is what our kids feel like when we're sitting down and we have our pencil or in our paper or notebook or our keyboard and we're typing or writing. It puts you in a different mindset. And I think it can remind us and give us a new appreciation for where our kids are coming from that we sometimes forget. So I really hope that you'll take advantage of the NaNoWriMo program in November. It starts November 1st, which already is coming up very quickly next Thursday. There are so many free resources online. And the Kids Writing Program, again, is a great, great free resource. There's also other resources for youth throughout the year. There's like a NaNoWriMo camp and some other resources that are all free, which you'll be able to find on their website, which I will obviously list in the show notes. But it is just a really great resource. I hope you'll take advantage. I hope you'll look into it. See if it's something that will work for you and your child. See if it was something that resonates for you. It might open up a whole new world of writing for your child and even for you as, your, as the parent. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to listen today. I hope you're having a very nice fall and enjoying the different colored leaves and the crisp autumn air. I know that we are having a great time in Southern California watching some of the changing leaves, even though it's not as much as other parts of the country. We're still enjoying that and we're definitely enjoying the cooler temps.
So I hope you will subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And I really hope that you'll check me out on Latte Books to Read on Instagram, where I post some very fun things that we've been doing recently, as well as lots of Halloween books. And I just love Instagram because it's usually positive and I love their homeschool Instagram pages. So thanks so much for listening. And until next time, don't be afraid to go outside the lines.